The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Thank you all for joining us here on Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis. I am your host. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. So thank you again for joining us. Have an exciting show today. My next guest is an innovator in the beverage industry with a track record of success and a history of introducing new alcohol and beverage products into new global markets. And telling you, I've heard of Raj and um, and Raj, I think Raj uh, Barry, who is my guest, um, he has created and scaled and sold a number of brands in the alcohol and the beverage industry. Um, but uh, Raj, uh, you're kind of famous in the environment, man. Uh, I don't think he sleeps. Raj Barry is the uh, CEO of Elegance Brands, which we'll dive into. But Raj, thank you for being here on Plant Profits today. How are you, man? I'm great. Thanks, Vern. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I couldn't wait to get you on when I I saw it was a possibility. I thought this was a great idea because you and I really have a a real similar focus. I'm really focused and I spent a lot of energy thinking about and reacting to and engaging adult consumables, right? Which um, is really, and most of the things you're you're dealing with, and and you've put together adult consumables uh, in some shape, form, or fashion, uh, up and down the scale. So I, I think that's that's uh, a pretty neat. But man, I, I want people to get a chance to know you a little bit because uh, audience, this guy is a serial entrepreneur. If I ever uh, have seen one, and. Um, uh, kind of uh, take us back though. Let's let's dive uh, underneath that just a little bit and 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 look at uh, about okay. So where where did you where did you begin? Where did you grow up? So yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah. I actually grew up in Sydney, Australia. Okay. And, um, you know, I went to school there. Uh, my family migrated there when I was about twelve. Went okay. to school there, and then I went to college and. Uh, Whilst I was in college, I started my first company. What was and, it? And, and 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 before you even go there, did before you went to college, did you ever think, do I really need to go to college? Because you had already started thinking about companies you wanted to start. Yeah, you know, uh, I went to college because, uh, you know, being of Indian ancestry and background, education right. is very important in our culture. That's right. So, uh, you know, I had business ideas before I started college, but... My family put pressure on me, and fortunately, I was uh, you know I was able to secure a scholarship. I actually started a biochemistry course at the University of Western Sydney, and I actually didn't didn't end up completing it because my first business you know took off when I was in my third year of college, and yeah, I had a year left to graduate, and I never actually went back and did that last year. Oh my goodness! So what was the business though that that took your eye off the college thing and and gave you freedom to go do? It was actually uh, a, a personal self-management investment business. Uh, you know, that sounds all fancy. It was actually a day trader. So uh, this is <laughs> okay. the dot, dot com boom where, uh, you know, day trading could yield yeah. some phenomenal returns. And I was part of this 
you know, exclusive uh, club uh, mm-hmm. of other traders. And uh, it was just very exciting. And, uh, you know, that lasted for a few years. Whilst it was happening, you know, we were all making some phenomenal returns. Oh, that's great. That's good. So when was that? When was that back in uh, 99, 2000, 2001 or before? Yeah, 90, yeah. 96, 97. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the internet has just started. Uh, you know, there was only a handful of uh, brokers offering, um, you know, online trades at, at that point. Okay. There's only one in Australia, I remember. Um, okay. But I was trading out of a U.S. brokerage account. And can you imagine before the internet boom took off, Right, you're setting up an account as an Australian in the U.S. trading on the Dow and Nasdaq, um, you know, and all the different indexes. Uh, you know, I was trading currencies and uh, options, derivatives. Uh, it was very exciting. Yeah, you know that that is, that is that was very exciting because you just think about it. Uh, computers inside the home were probably ninety four, ninety five. It's when that really. Uh, or 93, something like that. Very, it, it wasn't long after that when you were actually engaged in that. I'm proud to say I had a dial-up modem and uh, <laughs> I had to have a separate phone line in case someone called in whilst I was uh, using the dial-up modem oh. to, to put in my trades. I used to stay awake all night because I was trading on the U.S. exchanges. Right. Um, and it was, yeah, it was an interesting time. Unbelievable. Uh, un, unbelievable. So you, you got out of school, you were doing your day trading, then you made some money, you made some connections, you met some people. Then what happened? Well, I started uh, my actual, my first real company. It was actually okay. a software development company. Yeah. And uh, that business was way ahead of its time. And, uh, you know, it made a small exit, nothing uh, to set uh, the world on fire. Right. Um, I did that for a few years. Then I joined a family business uh, for a few years. Uh, now, what is the family business? My father, um, when he migrated to Australia, uh, right. was looking for opportunities and eventually settled into buying gas stations. Uh, he had a franchise and that okay. franchise sort of grew quite rapidly. And okay. uh, by the time I joined, when I was about you know 23 or 24, and we managed to take that uh, to about, uh, you know, 40 or 50 locations. Okay. Um, we had hundreds of millions in revenue and, you know, uh-huh. a few hundred uh, people working for us. So that was exciting for, for a little while as well. Right. But, you know, I, I didn't really enjoy it. It wasn't my passion. Uh, my real yeah. passion is when I started my beverage company. <laughs> was that the next thing? No, I did uh, some property development. Uh, okay. You know, I developed property. Sydney was booming at some point uh you know very high returns yeah um, so developed property with some partners did that for a few years and yeah i really did well i developed some luxury you know boutique style homes okay uh, but the gfc put a you know the gfc hit australia harder than did the us and yeah uh, property crash happened in 2008 and that's right uh, Fortunately for me, I'd already started my exit uh, my first yeah. beverage company at that point. Oh, that's good. That, that is uh, that is good. What about you makes you comfortable um, in uh, just starting something from scratch? What What about you, Raj? Well, you know, first of all, uh, for anyone listening that's uh, you know wants to be an entrepreneur and right. have that freedom to work for themselves. First thing is, uh, you know, you've got to have the confidence uh, to make sure 
uh, and the vision you know, to make sure mm -hmm. that whatever it is that you're getting involved in, you've got a vision as to how you're going to start it. What does year one look like? Mm -hmm. you know, what does success look like? And that's mm -hmm. different for all of us. Right. What my idea may, of success may be, yours may be completely different. Uh -huh. um, some people want freedom. Others want to, you know, create something. And, uh, you know, I wanted sort of a bit of both. Okay. No, that's good. And, and, and then, and then you, you made a decision to get in beverage. Yes, sir. In 2009, uh, I started my first beverage company. Yeah. What was that called? So that business is called Europa International. Europa. Yeah. Yep. It started uh -huh. off as actually a uh, business that specialized in very uh, boutique style coffee. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Is it coffee from around the world or? We were doing, um, you know, mainly uh, Australian roasted coffee, of course, but coffee okay. from around the world. Yeah. Um, but the, the brand there was Europa Coffee. Um, now that brand also, I exited. I don't talk much about it. Okay. But. Why is that? Why don't you talk much about it, man? Uh, you know, it was, it just came and went so fast. I started it. Uh, we scaled for a couple of years and sold off to a much bigger company. Mm -hmm. But the real sort of passion of mine in the beverage industry was in adult beverages. Yeah. So, yeah that uh, Mine too. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> that was exciting. And, uh, you know, that's where the journey really started for me. Yeah, no, it, it, it really, um, it, it really did. And you've, you've done some tremendous things in the uh, adult beverage uh, space and, and, um, and it really expand and spread your wings. Um, I, I really want to dive into that with you uh, next is we're going to, we're going to get into your passion for adult beverage and, and why that became your next thing. Uh, we're going to take a break. <clears throat> we'll continue our discussions with Raj Barry from Elegance Brands. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart Pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, Smart Pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart Pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million Smart Pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on cannabisradio.com. That's great. Now, before we go, um, is this where you, um, Raj, is this where you actually uh, did these cocktails that you sold off to uh, Brown Foreman? That's correct, yeah. Okay, so we'll get into that. Great, great. Hey, welcome back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. I'm here with the CEO of Elegance Brands, Raj Berry. Uh, 
Raj, so you were talking about your real passion. You've done several things, entrepreneurial things. And then you also went into a family business to help the family out. I'm sure you learned a lot and got a lot out of that. It's a very successful business. Um, but uh, you, you've pressed that uh, adult beverage is where you wanted to, to build something. Um, and, and you did, and you have, so why why don't we talk about how you got into adult beverage and, and how that became the spark for you? Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, ideas come to you sometimes, uh, you know, in your general everyday walk of life. And that's what happened to me. Okay. I was actually on a, um, on a social trip to Vegas. Uh, for some of the audience, uh, you know, I played uh, semi-professional poker for a little bit. And I used to go to Vegas quite a lot from Australia. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. And one You're of interesting. Trips, There's a lot of layers to you, Raj. We got to get there. <laughs> yeah. So on one of those trips, I saw these, you know, I saw all these people, young, young people in Vegas drinking frozen margaritas and cocktails in those big, you know, tumbler style glasses. And yeah. You know, it was very popular. I'm talking about 2009 or 10. Uh-huh. And Australia, uh, for those of, you, those of you that don't know, uh, is a very hot climate country. Not There's not a single city in Australia where it snows. Uh, and people you know, love to drink. So I thought, you know, there's no frozen alcoholic beverage solution in Australia or brand wow. as such. Wow. So... I went back and I created a brand called Cocktail House. This brand, Cocktail House. Yep, yeah. This brand was providing frozen cocktail machines and systems mm-hmm. and the actual, you know, uh, and the actual liquid, uh, the actual cocktail mix that went into, into it. It was pre-mixed. Uh, so all the bars had to do was open this tub, put it in the machine, freeze it up and just dispense. And that uh, opportunity uh, pretty quickly got on the radar of Brown Form in Australia. Uh-huh. Yeah, the owners of Jack Daniels. Right. And I'm proud to say, in a collaboration with them, I launched the world's first Jack Daniels and Cola frozen cocktail, frozen slushy. Uh, wow. So that with was, machine and with machine and all. So you just set it down in the on-premise operator and yep. and uh, all the all the uh, pools at the hotels and. All of that was well taken care of. Absolutely. It was a f- complete end-to-end solution. Mm-hmm. And we then extended that into, in a, in a partnership with them, into El Himidor. Uh, oh. So all these El Himidor margarita flavors. That's right, yeah. Uh, Southern Comfort was a big brand for them in Australia. Yeah. Uh, Chambord Liqueur was a big brand. Uh-huh. They sponsored the Australian uh, Sydney Mardi Gras uh, as exclusive frozen you know, cocktail uh, you know, promoter, uh, sorry, a, a sponsor. Got it. You know, it led to us being in every single major casino, uh, nightclub, mm-hmm. you know, bar, not the high-end uh, venues, but uh, definitely the ones where lots of young people went to. Uh, mm-hmm. Thousands of these machines, and you know, the Cocktail House was a pretty big brand uh, at that point. Man, that's great. Now, um, so were, were you in partnership working that brand with them? Like, uh, what was your relation with them? Or did you or did you immediately sell it to them? Or, or how yeah, did they you know, that evolve and develop? Yeah, so it, it was uh, initially a brand partnership where, okay. you know, we were manufacturing the liquid with them and they were utilizing mm-hmm. our, uh, our footprint, uh, our, our distribution footprint, 
Mm-hmm. You know, we had this these big uh, machines all across the on-premise in Australia. Right. And that was attractive to them, you know, because big brands, they want brand recognition. That's so, right. So, um, you know, having this big machine all lit up with Jack Daniels or El Himador or Southern Comfort brand on it, dispensing liquid and, you know, the opportunity and the product was fun. It was right. innovative. So they ended up buying that whole, um, you know, that whole business from me. So that was my first exit in the beverage space. Man, that now that's awesome. Now that that sounds very successful. Now was that a, a, a limited to Australia, or did they expand that, or did you help them expand that? No, it's limited only to Australia. Okay. I, after that was sold, I, my business signed a exclusive manufacturing agreement with them for a few years. Okay. Then we grew as well, and um, you know, I I think they now manufacture that in house, but. You know, look, it's exciting when you make these exits because yeah. you pass a pass a baby on to a much bigger company that can really scale it. Yeah. Uh, and these big guys, they you know, they don't know how to innovate very well. So what they do is, you know, they'll get into uh, emerging brands at a point where they can now scale. Yeah. Um, so that's what happened in this instance as well. Yeah. No, that is that is so true, and that's true in multiple industries where the big brands are. Uh, they need they need entrepreneurs to build to, to get them going, and then they pick it up and take it to a different place, and that that works really, really well. And that's kind of your model. That's always been kind of what you what you've done. So that was your first adult beverage that you did, uh, and you exited Brown Form. What did you get into next? So you know, I've always been an ideas guy. And yeah. For you know, for the audience, for yourself, Vern, Australia has the world's largest consumption of cocktail bitters per capita in the world. Wow. And Aussies have this favorite uh, favorite drink, which is a number one selling drink in the on-premise called a lemon lime and bitters. It's a very simple mixed cocktail drink uh, yeah. with no alcohol, by the way. So all, yeah. all that drink is, is seven up or Sprite, which, yeah. um, uh, you know, which is the base of it eight to 10 dashes of bitters and a wedge of fresh lime. Um, and it's a drink, Aussies drink when they're not drinking. Okay. So okay. I analyzed that and there was, mm-hmm. you know, the whole bitters market in Australia was controlled by one brand, which is our competitor now called Angostura Bitters. Yes. So yeah. I created uh, a brand to, you know, uh, take away their share in locally produced brand and this brand's called Australian Bitters Company. It is oh, now nice. the leader in Australia. The Australian, the Australian name on it. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's called Australian Bitters Company. Mm-hmm. It's now uh, the market leader in Australia. It was in a partnership with Coca-Cola Amatil, the largest alcohol distributor in Australia. And they acquired the brand from me in 2016. Mm-hmm. The brand um, is you know, now found in about 20 countries around the world. Oh, that's great. That was a pretty good size exit, right? Uh, yeah, look, that was interesting. You know, uh-huh. uh, we on the back end again signed a 15-year manufacturing agreement. So Coca-Cola Amatil, um, which is I think 20% owned by the U.S. Coke Company, uh, yeah, you know, it's a multi-billion-dollar uh, enterprise in Australia, owns the brand. Okay, in Australia only, but I retain the rights to the brand. You know, everywhere else in the world, and it's now part of the Elegance uh, Brands portfolio. That's how it's part of the portfolio. Okay. Okay. That's great. All right. So you've done bitters, which is interesting to me that you, you saw the, 
that slice, that niche, right? And that little slice and you exploited it. And I thought that's brilliant. Uh, absolutely brilliant. What was next? So in 2016, um, you know, I sort of moved to the U.S. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, I actually met my wife here. We we're dating at the yeah. time and okay. I decided to move here permanently. Okay. So by 2017, I was a, you know, U.S. Uh, you know, resident. Yeah. And I really liked what I saw in the cannabis and CBD space. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, you know, the Farm Bill was passed in mm -hmm. uh, December 2018. Right. So I wanted to get into, you know, functional beverages that utilize CBD as a hero or active ingredient. Now, let, let's stop there for a second. I want to think through this now. Were you thinking that in Australia because cannabis is in Australia. So were you thinking that when you came over here and you and you developed the idea in 17 about how you were actually going to participate or what was going on in your mind at that time? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I was fortunate that mm -hmm. my brother, who's been a you know junior partner in all my companies. Okay. He finished his master's in pharmacology. Okay. Uh, he was starting his PhD and... Okay. You know, I had this great resource. Uh, you know, he's an expert formulator. Um, yeah. You know, and we figured out, so to speak, the secret sauce, you know, how to blend CBD, which is an oil molecule, uh, into a great tasting beverage, which is water. Uh, most beverages bases are water. water. So how do we mix and blend the two to get a really good tasting final end product? There you and, go. That, that, that's great. Now, we're going to pick up with that and, and get into uh, something that I'm real excited about here that uh, um, and, 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 and develop those ideas and what you're doing with CBD with the elegance uh, in the elegance portfolio. So looking forward to that. Let's take a break. We'll continue our discussion with Raj Berry. Raj is the CEO of Elegance Brands. And Raj is talking to us really about how he, he really got into the cannabis space. And um, I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. We'll be right back. Thank you. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, welcome back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. My guest today, I have a serial entrepreneur. This, this guy has is, is really done a lot of things in a short period of time with his life, and it's exciting uh, to, uh, to spend time with him. The CEO of Elegance Brands, Raj Berry. Raj, you were just talking about your 2017, you made a decision, you're going to dive into cannabis. Let's go from there. How did you do it? 
Yeah, so I looked at the trends and the industry, and yeah. you know, CBD was becoming very popular as a wellness ingredient, and all these you know companies and brands were popping up, uh, you know, selling tinctures and mm-hmm. you know, uh, topicals and creams, etc. But no one was using it uh, you know, as a hero active ingredient in beverage. So I looked at the industry and uh, you know decided to launch a CBD infused uh, energy drink. Mm. Um, and uh, so, you know, there's five different uh, steps to innovation in my in my view. Okay. Uh, you got to have uh, flavor innovation. So in our case, we, we really formulated it to taste exceptionally good. You have to taste better than you know, the current uh, big you know energy drink brands, your monsters. and your it, it really does. It, it tastes great, man. It really tastes great. Yeah, absolutely. So flavor innovation, uh, okay. you know, brand innovation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we you know, spent a lot of time creating the brand. We wanted to target a core consumer set and demographic. Okay. So in this case, uh, you know, it's Gen Z and millennials, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, packaging innovation, uh, you know, and then, of course, you've got uh, marketing innovation. Mm-hmm. Of course, your distribution uh, and route to market needs to be established as well. So we analyzed all that, and after a year of planning, we have, you know, we launched this product um, actually just recently in in large distributors, but we did a you know, we did a soft launch in um, February March uh, this year. Okay, well, that's great. Now, what's the product called? So, the brand is called Gorilla Hemp uh, CBD Energy Drink. Okay, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's vegan, it's uh, natural, it's got 20 milligrams of hemp derived CBD in it. And other okay. active ingredients, um, you know, so it's a functional beverage, uh-huh. and uh, it's getting a rave response from you know our, our core audience. Oh, that's great! So, what was your route to market? What what type of distributors did you use? Adult beverage distributors? What distributors did you use for this? Are you using? So we're using uh, DST distributors, uh, okay. you know, beer houses, okay, energy drink distributors, okay, as well as you know with COVID and. You know, lots of consumers now buying online. That's right. We also have a direct-to-consumer strategy that we are pushing out for next month. Oh, oh, good. You're launching that next month. That's going to be big. Um, that that is awesome. So, what is what is what is? Uh, are you are you at the point where you're collecting uh, valuable data? Uh, I know you just started this product. Uh, what is what is the data telling you about your consumer and where you need to go? Well, the initial data, you know, uh-huh. uh, the volume per outlet is is phenomenal. It's actually okay. three times more than we originally planned for in our in our uh-huh. financial plan. Yeah, and uh, the consumers are getting That's engaged. Uh, you know, social media strategies kicking on, and okay, uh, it's great. It's uh, it's early days, but uh, the feedback has been phenomenal. No, that's good. No, that's 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 great. So, and now this is an energy product. Yeah, absolutely. It's an right. energy drink with 180 milligrams of, uh, you know, green tea, caffeine. Uh, it's got 20 milligrams of CBD. It's got a bunch of other in- active ingredients as well. Yeah. So it's a, you know, it's a uh, better for you energy drink with the wellness, uh, you know, uh, with the wellness uh, of CBD in there. And mm-hmm. next month, uh, we're also launching a sugar-free version. Oh, great. Oh, that's good. That's that's a big, that's necessary to complete the, uh, to complete the offering to the consumer. Now, do you have a real competitor? Because what I like about this product is it tastes great. 
Okay. And, and, and that, you know, when uh, this still a young industry, right? This cannabis industry on the legal side is a young industry uh, centuries old on the other side, but a young industry uh, on the legal side and what people um, early on new drink, the beverage products have an inconsistent scorecard of taste, right? And, you know, so you almost, you almost dread tasting it, even though it sounds good. But what I love about your product, Gorilla, is that it actually tastes great. Yeah, absolutely. Look, flavor has Mm -hmm. to be paramount. That's how we operate. And you're absolutely right. Almost all of our competitor brands, first Mm -hmm. of all, there is no competition in a CBD infused energy drink. Okay. Other, you know, CBD beverage brands, I would say most of them do not taste great. Uh, So, you know, there's this real science behind formula and Unfortunately, we've got a great member on our team and a great formulation team yeah. to rely on to produce great product. No, that's great, Raj. That That is awesome. That is awesome. So where are we going to start seeing uh, your product? So we've, uh, we're in Texas. We're in uh, three okay. distributors in Texas. We're in thousands of outlets in Texas already. Okay. And uh, we, we're, we're, you know, because we're a public company, mm-hmm. we're going into legal hemp CBD markets for ingestibles. Okay. So Texas, Oklahoma, uh, Kansas, Iowa, Florida, those okay. are markets we're targeting uh, for the rest of this year. Okay. And of course, direct to consumer from next month. So any consumer can legally purchase from us and we'll ship it uh, yeah, to the address. So that's also happening next month. But uh, yeah, there's some states which don't allow CBD as, as ingestible. So we're staying away from that. Uh, right. New York, uh, you're a public traded company. Yeah. You got to do that. Right. So New York's one of those states. You know, this there was some reform that happened last week. We were just waiting for the for the laws to be you know enacted. So, uh, yeah, look, we we're very excited. The distribution's uh, definitely picking up. Yes, it's great. Raj, it's been a great pleasure uh, of spending time with you. I've spent time today with uh, Elegance Brands CEO, Raj Berry. And Raj just uh, really took us through his past and uh, brought us to the present where he's he's really launched this wonderful tasting uh, CBD um, energy product called Gorilla. And uh, I love it. It's great. You guys should go out and buy it and try it. And uh, Raj, thank you for being here. Raj, you got a vast history. We could have spent two hours talking about some things. We jumped around a little bit, but I wanted to get to the essence of this. So um, thank you. Thank you for being here with us on Plant Profits. Thank you, Warren. It's a pleasure talking to you. Oh, absolutely. Stay around here for a second. Uh, Thank you all for joining us. You can download episodes of Plant Profits by going to CannabisRadio.com. Uh, anywhere you get your podcast fix, really, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, you can get us on Amazon at Amazon Music as well and other major podcast uh, outlets. Follow Produce Global uh, through our social network, including LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, all of the platforms, Twitter. Uh, finally, learn more about how at Produce Global People Solutions, we're building companies, we're changing lives at ProtusGlobal.com, P-R-O-T-I-S, global.com. Until next time, this is Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Cheers.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.